0: you'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Coming up, details on the rejected Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe animated crossover. Welcome to your IGN Daily News. But first... Nintendo has updated the Princess Peach Showtime box art to look a bit more like the Super Mario Bros. movie's version of the character. As spotted by No Context Super Mario on Twitter, the upcoming Nintendo Switch game's key art has been updated to make Peach look just a little less gleeful. The bizarre change is barely noticeable unless fans are actually looking for it, but it does affect both the traditional-looking Peach in the art alongside Kung Fu Peach, who also gets a more determined, perhaps angrier update. Naturally, it's already a cause of confusion and the butt of a few jokes online. It's perhaps unsurprising Nintendo has veered Peach's art to be more in line with the Super Mario Bros. movie, considering it was a smash hit, pulling in more than $1 billion at the global box office. Princess Peach Showtime was announced in September and is due out on March 22, 2024. Up next, Netflix's animation division had a big 2022, winning a Best Animated Feature Award for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, among other plaudits. But now, the division is facing some big cutbacks, making it the latest animation department to face layoffs and cancellations. Variety reports that two movies are being shut down as Netflix seeks to downsize the division. They include the previously unannounced Escape from Beverly Hills, which will return to the open market, and Tonga, a film based on Zimbabwe's Shona culture that will return to development. The cuts are part of an overall move to downsize the division, though Netflix is reportedly still committed to a robust slate, according to Variety's report. The downsizing is expected to include layoffs in the coming weeks as the streamer seeks to hand work to external producers. A final headcount has not been revealed. And the heavily criticized Nintendo Switch version of Mortal Kombat 1 has its first post-launch patch, which claims to address a number of issues with the game. The Nintendo Switch version of Mortal Kombat 1 became the butt of many internet jokes for its low-quality visuals, prompting NetherRealm development chief Ed Boon to promise to improve the quality of the game. IGN's review of the current-gen version of Mortal Kombat 1 returned an 8 out of 10, but IGN's review of the Switch version came back with a 3. The patch notes for Mortal Kombat 1 on Nintendo Switch include gameplay balance changes, leaderboard fixes, visual improvements, and general bug fixes, performance improvements, load time improvements, stability fixes, and localization fixes. In celebration of Halloween, we've put together a list of our top 25 horror movies of all time. We've assembled a list of films that guarantee you'll want to sleep with the lights on. The countdown runs through October, and we'll announce our number one movie on Halloween Day. Did your favorite horror movie make the list? Subscribe to our IGN Movie Review channel and listen to episode one of IGN's top 25 horror movies of all time to find out. Mortal Kombat and DC fans have for years hoped for a Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe crossover movie or show, but it seems unlikely after Warner Bros. reportedly rejected a pitch. Jeremy Adams, who wrote Mortal Kombat animated projects Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge, Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind, and Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms, said rights holder Warner Bros. rejected a pitch for a Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe crossover. I would lower your expectations, Adams replied when asked about the possibility by comicbook.com. I don't know if they have any plans to do more. I do know that we pitched that a while ago, but it was kind of rebuffed. But why? Adams sounded nonplussed when asked. Well, I think at the end of the day, I don't know if they're ever going to do any more. I hope they do, and I hope they call me to be involved. That would be great because I really love it, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be really cool, though. Trust me, I would love to see a DC Mortal Kombat. That would be super, super cool. Midway Games' Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe launched in 2008 on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and saw the likes of Sub-Zero, Scorpion, and Liu Kang go up against superheroes Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, albeit with the traditional Mortal Kombat gore toned down. Midway filed for bankruptcy in early 2009, three months after the release of Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. Layoffs followed, but part of the original Mortal Kombat development team kept their jobs, with Mortal Kombat co-creator Ed Boone going on to found NetherRealm Studios, backed by Warner Brothers. NetherRealm's first game was the rebooted Mortal Kombat in 2011. The biggest lesson we learned with Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe was that there was an opportunity for two separate games that each could embrace their roots without compromising the other, Boone told Game Informer in 2022. However, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe laid the foundation for NetherRealm's 2013 DC fighting game Injustice Gods Among Us, which saw a sequel in 2017. Mortal Kombat characters have popped up in the Injustice series as guest characters, keeping the spirit of Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe alive in the absence of a sequel. That's your IGN Daily News. My name is Tony Jackson, and if you want more news on your favorite games and entertainment topics, make sure to visit us at IGN.com. You can also download our free app on your phone or console, and subscribe to our weekly podcast through the podcast service of your choice.
0: Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast.